Testing. 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 Lord. Nope, nope, nope. Don't you dare bring that into that song. You just do your thing. Do your thing, baby. Do your thing, baby. That's Um, an insect song. Is it? Mm -hmm. Are you still so excited? Oh, my God. Tomorrow, they release their their song, um, Better Place, that they... They've been really hyping it up, and we've all been waiting about almost two weeks now. Okay. And it's the first song that they've done together in 23 years. It's I'm sorry, the- is it out yet? Tomorrow. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So that lets y'all know when we're recording this episode. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow it's coming out. So, like, are you, do you work tomorrow? No. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Hey there, everybody. My name is Jared. My name is Lars. And where our pronouns are he, him, and we're your host of Typically Divergent Podcast. Welcome to the show, everybody. Welcome to the show. Oh, welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. Let's see. When is this episode coming out? I believe this episode is coming out, yes, on the 16th of October. By now, uh, Lars is done with his finals. I am whoop, whoop. 33 years old. No, 32 years mm-hmm. old. And your birthday is in four days. Yes. You are on vacation right now. Yes. In two days after this episode comes out, you and I get together to record. And then you leave. And then I leave. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yep. See, we did so well with planning that. Oh, my gosh. And we it told y'all it was a, a whole fucking puzzle. <laughs> So jigsaw. Oh, <gasps> oh, it's almost like you knew what I was going to be talking about today. Oh, do I? Uh, yeah. Mm. So we just recorded another episode for the second time. Our mental health did not change since that day. If no. you just listen one, two episodes, two, one, two. Yeah. Just listen to two episodes ago. That's going to give you the recap. There you at. But there you go. There you go. I hope you're. Yeah. I hope you're enjoying your vacation right now. I and you don't know where you're going. I, I have no idea where I'm going. Jenny will be successful with this because I have no idea what we're doing. I, I have an idea. What do you? What is your idea? It doesn't matter. By now, you've you've already reached your destination. Right. So where so do you think you're at? I feel like I'm going to Tennessee okay. to go see Meriwether Lewis's grave, and that is in um. Oh, who is it? Yeah. I thought you meant like where in Tennessee. Oh, no, no, no. Um, no, no, no. He is the um, leading explorer from the Lewis and Clark expedition. Okay. He's the one that they still don't know what really happened with his death. Okay. Mystery Yeah, it's another unsolved. mystery unsolved. They uh, think that some case. people think that he committed suicide. Other people believe that he was murdered. I believe that he was murdered and it's a whole thing. Why do you think he was murdered? Because when his body was exhumed. Okay. They exhumed because there was, like, even that early on was debate about what really happened. Okay. And there, the bullet hole is has an entry from the back of his head oh, coming out forward. the front. Mm-hmm. And um, the type of gun that he would have had was a flintlock pistol. Okay. And a flintlock pistol, if you've ever seen one or held one or even shot one, like, I have. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, it is impossible for you to... Do that yourself. Okay. Also, the pan that holds the gunpowder, uh-huh. all of the gunpowder would have fallen out. Like, he wouldn't have been able... Like, there's just no way. 
And there was other things that were happening behind the scenes with him and the people that were with him were really shady um, uh-huh. during the time of his death. So it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. Oh, okay. And why do you think that you would be going there? Because I love Marywood Lewis. Okay. I think that he was just a fantastic, interesting man. Very okay. smart. Um, I believe that he was gay. Okay. Um, I mean, with a name like that. I, it, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come on. It was a family name, but... Um, oh, well... <laughs> I've always just felt like some sort of connection to him. Um, And I've always wanted to visit his gravesite. Okay. Because I feel like even his death was interesting. Okay. And we've talked about going lots of times. Okay. And we've been talking about it with her parents Mm -hmm. more often Mm -hmm. because they have that beautiful, amazing RV. Mm -hmm. So. Okay. But if I don't go there, that's fine. Okay. Because I'm sure Jenny's got something... Something Amazing else up her sleeves. Yeah. Yeah. Under her bustle. Oh, wait. Ooh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be. <laughs> Sorry, Jen. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm fine. I am hoping that whatever I wanted to do for my birthday does get to happen. I don't know what I want to do for my birthday this year. Yeah. I didn't even like really want anything the taylor swift paying off those tickets is probably like the most important thing right now i did recently tell nicholas that i wanted to have um a reverse osmosis filter system ran through the house oh yeah as a a birthday present but Mm -hmm. i i know that that is expensive and so i said um make that like a christmas gift it's really not that expensive well i think birthday presents should be like a this is something that i really want like a toy christmas is more practical, less toys, still a toy in some way, but more practical gifts. So like I would prefer, because on your birthday, it's all about you, right? Right. It's like, this is what I want. And um, every year I never know what I want to do other than I'm like, I usually just in the past had gone to like Chicago for the weekend. And then I I want to have a surprise party. Like I want to throw myself a surprise party Mm -hmm. or... I want somebody to throw me a surprise party at some point in my life, but also like I need to like somehow make it a point to be like, Hey, if anybody wants to do that now is a good time to do that. Like if somebody were to like say do that now, I no, I don't think I could mentally handle that. <laughs> so just one day in a couple years, be like, mentally if, handle that. Yeah. I don't think I can mentally handle Aww. that, but I want to throw myself a surprise party, invite like 50 people and if, and tell them, I'm throwing this for myself. If you show up, I'll be surprised. If you don't, I won't be upset because right. either way, I'll be surprised that you're there. Okay. Right. So, and I've had people that are like, that's, that's so funny. And it, it is kind of funny, but I'm not at a point where I want to do that. I also want to have like a party party. You know, I want this house to like get to a point where like I can have like a lot of people over. But even then, like, I don't really want a lot of people in my house. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I want to, there's a part of me that, hasn't experienced something like that and i want to experience that yeah the most i've ever had over was like maybe five or six people Mm -hmm. and i was a teenager and like parents hosted that you know like i want to host something like that where like people mingle and meet each other yeah and and then like maybe any fucking honeys who need to stay late and you know like help us put some stuff away you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) um be like oh did oh i see you got the red card that means you got the after party invite 
either Ooh, come back at this time or either come back at this time or stay throughout yeah. the whole party. Yeah. I asked Nicholas where we should go for my birthday for dinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how little I care about doing what I want to do because I part of me is like uh, think about what other people want, you know? So yeah. you're gonna be gone. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out when that we can, sucks. Yeah, this will be the first year where we don't do a, together. a birthday yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we have cute photos. Lars and I would get Lars and I get together for our birthdays together. Yeah, typically, yeah. Um, sometime between mine and his, so that we don't have to like feel obligated <laughs> to go to the other person's for it's, their birthday. It's fun. It is fun. Yeah, and it's, it's nice because it's just the four of us. Yeah. So I hope that your birthday is going well. And oh when gosh, you I'm are sure when you get to your destination, I want you to text me. I will. So that I can tell you why you're there. Okay. Cause I know I don't know where you're going, but I know why you're going. Great. So that's what we're doing in our lives right now when this episode comes out. <laughs> and that's it. And we're a couple weeks from Halloween. Ooky spooky skeleton. I hope you guys are enjoying your um your Monday. Yeah. Happy, happy Monday. So anyway, today, we're (laughs) we're doing Ranker episodes. I hope that's okay with you folks. We have no expectations, and I picked mine because it is kind of relevant to a movie that's being released sometime soon. I don't know. The 10th installment of Saw. Oh, that's why you're like, oh, how did you know your time? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. What, what did, you said what I saw did, Jigsaw. You did I said say Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, ah. so Ooh. mine's related to that. Have you seen any of the movies? Oh, yeah, I've seen all of them. Okay. I have so them you'll you know. Okay. Yeah. I used to own all of them when there was only five of them. There's like seven now, right? Nine. This is the 10th one that's coming out. Saw X. <laughs> I mean, but it's it's. It's a t- it's a story that you can run with, but it's got to stop at some point. It's yeah. like Fast and Furious. Let it go. Like the Backstreet Boys need to end it. <laughs> okay, but you're the one that got excited about them getting back together. So I don't know about Backstreet Boys. No. Oh, in sync. I know. No, in sync only. In sync was only released four albums, and that's crazy. Mm-hmm. When you got that, and that's movie. including a Christmas album. So they didn't even like make it to like oh, a right. fourth. Like pop was there. My, that was honestly, when they were like. Done. Yeah. Dirty pop. And then Justin was just like, I'm seeing I'm leaving you. <laughs> I'm gonna go on my own. After I caught Bernie Spears with slut and a whore. <laughs> what a dick. Okay, but like, have you? I don't think it's her. Again, I I think that <laughs> she's gone. You're talking about her most recent post. Yes, with the knives. <laughs> Jenny showed that to me today. And I and then she showed me a TikTok creator's like response to yeah. her. And it, it's wild. So people are like, wow, we freed her and like, look what she's doing. She's really free. I, I, but I don't know. I don't think it's her. I do. I think that the, that everything that she has been through has made her into the person that she is today. I think that she's just, she's loony. She's just not present mentally with us. Okay. That's what I think. Okay. I know. I just don't like, I don't like the idea of something psychologically being wrong. And then we're saying things like loony to like discredit the severity of the issue okay i'm I'm sorry no no it's okay i just i get so like 
territorial of her. I because I worry about what the fuck's going on. I do too. You know, and I hate that people are just poking fun at her. I mean, fuck, we're talking about it. I hate that people still continue to poke fun at a woman who just wanted to be left alone. Yeah, I'm not saying that there's anything like that. I don't feel bad for her. Yeah, um, I do feel bad for her, and I do worry about her. Um, but unfortunately, she is a product of. A tale as old as time. Yep. And it comes to entertainment business and especially with her being in the spotlight at a very young age. Yeah. That's just unfortunately how it how it how it goes. And people looking at her like a cash cow. Mm-hmm. I'm the yeah. fastest growing bitch on your apps now. Doja Cat. I know Doja Cat. Yeah. But her new album. I don't listen to like I, the mainstream stuff. This whole occultism thing. Is it really spooks the fuck out of me because you've got like Beyonce came up with her alter ego Sasha Fierce, and then you've got Nicki Minaj came up with her alter ego, which is Roman Revenge. Roman, but then you have Doja, who like around her 20 something birthday was having like a Masonic themed birthday party, and then she's shaving her head. She's doing these satanic, not satanic things, but these things that like the freemasons do to like be a part of their club right like you have to be the the illuminati right you got to like embarrass yourself to a point where people are like what the fuck's going on with freemasons the the illuminati so like the celebrity version of the freemasons because there are like the demonic theories between the two and the links and the sub the this the symbolism of stuff right and so um she's from head to toe in red and she didn't say a word and she had diamond crusted all over her she shaved her eyebrows shaved her head um and she had a a birthday party where there were like illuminati looking symbols on her birthday Mm. cake and then now she's coming out and saying like i hate my fans um i'm coming out with a new alter ego so like if you're just reinventing yourself fine but why is it this reinvention always turn into why is it consistent with occultism and celebrities and like after that all of a sudden you know like they're making a lot of money top artist of the mm-hmm. world you know yeah. and it's like that's how i like i like taylor i'm like doesn't you don't look like you've done any fucking weird shit you know yeah. you're not throwing this this satanic stuff not that they're doing it in her face but like sure you can call it being camp right yeah you're like oh you're saying i'm doing these things well i'm gonna do it anyway yeah okay you know like taylor's reputation like they they called her a snake so she said fine i'll be a snake mm-hmm. but you you say like I'm a devil worshiper, but then sure, like I'll do stuff that looks like I'm worshiping the devil. But like the 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 amount of fame and attention that comes from after that, it's like, and then they get really big. It's like, so is that what you you had to do all these things to get what you want? So anyway, her new album Scarlet mm-hmm. is pretty good. I yeah. I hate to say it, but yeah. yeah, she. I don't know any. Like I said, I don't follow any of the mainstream like mm-hmm. big names. I just see it on TikTok and it's literally a blurb. Yeah. But like it is, it's so different than what I, I was used to growing up. Yeah. Because artists were just artists. Oh, yeah. There, yeah, there like was they, none of this stuff. And that, that, that worries me for the people that like really Follow. fixate on those artists mm-hmm. because like what, what is, what type of things are they seeing that's influencing them in a certain way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a way to think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting into a territory that I don't want to get into today because I already thought about it too much. Let's cut it off. Let's cut it off. But you know what we do want to talk about today? Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? 
You go first. I, I went go first. I, I went first in the last yeah, one. I go first. Okay. There are so many things like that are popping up that I I'm trying to exit out of. Oh, the ads. Yeah, it's I know. so annoying. Okay, I, know. I can only see like half my screen. That's <laughs> so bad. I chose an article by Ian James, and it's the nine strangest ancient outdated sex beliefs. Oh, okay. Are you ready for this? Fuck yeah, let's do it. Ancient stories regarding human sexuality told in modern day regale us with some classic tales of cures for sexually transmitted disease, theories on creation, and of course, the great successes that came from using beaver testicles as a means of contraception. What? Bitch. Is this is this how they found out that you can get natural vanilla flavoring from beavers' assholes? Maybe their, their anal glands. You'll have to see. They're like, well, let's go ahead and each eat everything out of it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> In the early 20th century, an old wives' tale went if a woman sneezed after intercourse, she would expel the semen from her body and yep. would not get pregnant. Yep. So, what are some of the craziest, outdated preconceptions about sexual relations? And I also know that's not true. I want to make sure it <laughs> was not true. That is not true. That I... motherfucker is not real. <laughs> <laughs> that right there. <laughs> So, for us, it seems strange, but at the time, folklore and home remedies proliferated more so, more so than science. Okay. So, the first one that we're looking into is we're all just God's seed. God's seed? Seed, yeah. I believe we're all God's, or we are all God's. So, like, this is where we're, we're all God's seed. Right. Like, right. Uh, but if we're all God's seed, then we are all, all God's. God's. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Here we are on this show figuring it out, just like the other one. <laughs> Creation myths are old as time. According to Christianity, in the beginning, God created the universe. At first, the earth was shapeless and covered in darkness, and God's spirit hovered over the waters. God said, let there be light, and there was light. And there was a bunch of other stuff that accumulated right. in a six-day period of creation and <laughs> right. a single day of rest, Right. which well, I don't think that it was literally seven days I literally think that it was it's it's a oxymoron or some sort of like the days looked different. There was different, yeah. Yeah. While the Christian version is more PG than the ancient Egyptian story on just how exactly how God cre- cre- enacted his creation. You see Chaos, the god of creation, get a little fris- frisky one day and decided to bring himself some pleasure all by himself. The result was the creation of the other gods from his byproduct. Since everything was started from that, it was believed that humans are just all God's seed. See, there you go. Moving forward, in the 1500s, putting mercury in your urethra can cure, can cure all of your ills. No. I've had UTIs. The idea of putting mercury mm-hmm. inside my urethra. Are they talking male and female? In this, it does not say. Okay. It just says urethra. Okay. So I'm assuming and both. Any, any, any thras. Urethra, <laughs> my, my, my urethra. Yes, everybody's urethra. Everybody's. According to some, the English ship of war, the Mary Rose, had an interesting means of combating STDs via injecting liquid mercury into the urethra. As effective as this method may sound, it is not believed that the use of mercury ever cured a single case of the infection. <laughs> Obviously, they tried it. Didn't work. Probably Trial very painful. Error. And this is why we are here today with antibiotics. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because some poor sap many years ago <laughs> had some na- poor sap natural elements shoved inside their piss hole 
and had major complications. Yes. And it took enough of that to happen, enough sad saps for that to happen for them to go, hmm, maybe we stop doing this. <laughs> Fuck. Prematuring, climaxing drains your life force. <laughs> no shit. I have a hard time just fucking getting to a regular climax, <laughs> let alone a premature <laughs> one, okay? During the Zhu Dynasty of China, the adopted doctrine was Taoist, although Taoism was not a formal religion yet. Okay. According to this doctrine, men and women were split up into the yin and yang, which was basically the life essence of a person. Women were said to possess a limitless supply of yin, while men were said to have a limited supply of yang. It was strictly believed then <laughs> that men should never use up their yang without getting plenty of yin. Translation, men were expected to climax only after their partner had. And, and that's when... And that is every, the tea. That is the tea, and that's when everything in the world stopped, when men stopped getting women there first. Yes. And preferably multiple times, thus obtaining more yin. Okay. If this was not adhered to, then that could be described as a man's life force could be drained from him until he eventually expired. Pussy so good, it drained him dead. Yep. The next belief is pleasuring yourself is forbidden, but just for men. Just forbidden for men? Pleasuring yourself is forbidden, but just for men. Okay. Just for men. Like it's in this a, was a belief a box. supposedly from 70 or 770 BCE to 222 BCE. The fuck is BCE before Christ and everybody else? Um, They changed <laughs> the BC and AD recently okay so i would have to actually look that up i apologize okay back to this whole yang and yang thing yeah that also meant that self-serving for men was considered both unhealthy and forbidden females however were allowed to engage as freely as they wanted with one exception fuck yeah they should no use of foreign objects okay which was thought to in injure the womb so no dildos okay i can understand that you want to be protective of literally the one thing that makes cr life i get that yeah, and this was pretty early in into our in our in our earthly timeline. So I mean, they they didn't know shit. Okay. The next is from the tenth century. Coupling with strangers makes you fertile. Pineapple. In ancient Mesopotamia, women visited the temple of Istar, the primary deity of the era, at least once in their lives, usually right after marriage. When there, the women were required to sit in the temple until a stranger came and threw a piece of silver in their lap and declared, I invite you in the name of Mylita, another name for Istar. Upon receiving the silver, the women would leave the temple and copulate with the stranger. Oh, I, I'm getting hot. Until <laughs> this, is, this is nice. Unable to refuse the offer, which also she could finally return home. After which she could finally return home. Wow. So like, all right, Mrs. Williams go get you some strange and come back to daddy. Yeah. And we're going to make you, we're going to help you get fertile. Yeah. So it's, it's, I'm assuming that it's because just like the more you, the more you practice the art of having sex, the more fertile they believed you became. Okay. I mean, that's what I think of when I read this. Okay. I think, I think that there is some truth to the more sex that you have, the more like, knowledgeable you are to like what what works for you oh yeah increasing your chances of becoming pregnant okay 
Okay. This union was meant, so it, it goes on to say, this union was meant to represent Istar's relationship with Dumuzid and is believed to bring fertility to the female. One time I told Nicholas recently, I said, I'm done having sex with married men. And he goes, married men that are married to women? And I said, "Uh uh-huh. He goes, but married men that are married to other men? And I said, oh yeah, they're still on the table. (laughs) 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 I don't know why I said that or what was happening in the conversation, but I just was like, I'm tired of having sex with married men. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, when was the last time I had sex with a married man? (laughs) (laughs) You have to tell me that story sometime. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you can use beaver genitalia as contra- contraceptive. Okay. Or contraception. Contraception. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. In the 1500s, in Canada, an interesting means of female contraception was devised. The testicles of beavers were ground up and mixed with alcohol and then drunk. Oh, I was hoping that they were using like the skin as like a dental dam. Nope. Because, like, the original condom was, like, yeah. a pig intestine or yes. an intestine of some yes, sort. Yes, it was. Yep. Yes. Wow. Um, come such a Some of way. the reenactors that I know, we have some replicas from the 18th century. Oh, okay. And it's, like, sheepskin. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to be, It could like, be... Some of the reenactors I get together with, the younger ones, they use the like, original ones when they're out there copulating with each other out oh in, the, in the tent. <laughs> that's, that's why everybody likes our group so much, because everyone's <laughs> fucking each other's wives. We're just wives. so popular. <laughs> yeah. Oh, real popular. Give me that... G- 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 what, is, what, is, what are they fucking called on TikTok? The, the g- guzzly? The guzzy, gizzy. He's like, (laughs) 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 and Gen Z, let me know. What do you guys call? (laughs) Yes, right in. What do you What do you call sucking dick these days? Yeah, because we don't know. No, we don't. We're old. (laughs) No, we're not. We're still young. When this episode comes out, I'm going to be 32, and you're going to be turning 34. If that's dead, if that's old, then we might as well be just dead. That's like a hundred and gay years. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, this, uh, beaver genitalia. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. Um, this concoction was there was like they never had any proof if if it ever prevented a single pregnancy. Okay. But regardless, some of the time people of the time still hoped that an orthodox beverage could help them prevent procreation. So they okay. still did it for a while. Okay. The next is the member of God will cure your shame. So this is 758 BC to 100 BC. In ancient Rome, there was a single rather unique temple located in Velia. Like most temples, this was built for the worship of a specific God. The God of this temple was called Mutinus Tatunus, and he was notably because he possessed he was notable because he possessed no face or body okay in fact he was represented only by a male member so a penis yes that is the god i'm going to be praying to from now there on you go. what is his name <laughs> what is his what, name what is his name what is his name what's his contact info how do i summon him um again i'm going to probably butcher this do it M- matunas okay Tatunus. Matunus Tatunus. Cetus Lapidus. <laughs> You're so quick. Uh, I thank you. Depictions of the member was the boulder-sized balls adorned the stones and walls of this temple in its heyday. It is said that 
on her wedding day, a bride was supposed to straddle the picture of this deity so that she would be freed from the possible shame of intercourse. Oh, poor girl. I know. We gotta stop slut-shaming people. The more that we've been, like, venturing into some of these, like, old tales of, of time, it just, it just no- shows that just women were just, like, they were just treated like shit. Right. There's no treated- other way to say it. Because one man said, oh, wow, you gave birth to me, which makes you more superior than myself. I need to start telling other men that we need to start being more superior to you. And then 2,000 years later, here we are still fucking it up, fucking it up. And nobody's getting their (laughs) wet vagina. If you know Doja Cat and Scarlet. I'm afraid to listen to it. She's probably going to put some bad vibes up in my car and my house. <laughs> Don't listen to demons. But the music video, yeah, um, has Christine. Who is the girl from Casper the Friendly Ghost? Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. It has of her. In she it, would be in that. But um, Nicholas told me he was like, "You probably don't want to watch the music video because it would be really triggering for you." And I was like, "Oh my god, thank you so much. That's Aww. my love language is for you to say, hey." Probably not good for you to see it, but yeah. I did end up watching it. It's not scary, but I mean, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, but Agora Hills. Yeah. Oh my God. That is a fucked up music video because it's like, it's not fucked up. It's just the aesthetic is geek elite and mindful mess. And so it's just like, it's really weird. I can't wait to see it. I love that song. I sing it to Nicholas all the time. I love weird Don't shit like that, but you know. Ben. Yeah. Is he, you know, blicking that bean? Okay, let's get back on track. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised we're even this far into the right. time. <laughs> uh, copulation is evil in certain times, places, days, states. Okay, of course. 400 CE to 500. Okay. In medieval Europe, recreational intercourse was forbidden under specific conditions, such as when one's wife was measured... I need to start over. Measuring. In medieval Europe, recreational intercourse was forbidden under specific conditions, such as when one's wife was menstruating, pregnant, or nursing. Okay. Relations were also prohibited during religious holidays like Lent, Advent, White Sun Week, or Easter Week. Okay. Additionally, engaging in relations on certain improprietous days, Okay. feast days, fast days, Sunday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday was also not accepted. Fucking Christ. So, so when the fuck are you fucking? Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> when Although she, certain when af- she's not married to somebody else and she's not having a, a babe suckle on her teats and she's not already incubating the, the next babe. <laughs> it's just wild, dude. That's a lot of time to be masturbating. <laughs> that's a lot of solo essence leaving your body time although i there are people that do like no nut november or like a bunch of there's this new craze of like gen z who are like not watching porn they're not masturbating period they're not having sex with other people or their partners and they're just focusing on themselves and it's like a very like alpha male mentality where they're like oh my god i've been withholding my nut for like 60 days and i've achieved so much in life and like the whole reason why men go crazy is because we're always spraying our seed everywhere and it's a we're preventing that we're we're releasing our essence instead of bottling it up and like using it for something better like being a man it's 
kind of hot. I'm like, fucking unload that 60-day load into me, buddy. <laughs> like, I'll take that. I bet that is fucking huge. <laughs> just staring at you, just trying to get it all together. <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> I'm sitting here, like, thinking, I'm on tea and I'm horny all the time. There's no way. <laughs> there ain't no way, baby. <laughs> oh, damn. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. <laughs> I'm snail trailing throughout my yeah, entire Yeah, I'm house. not. No. So you can have sex Sorry, on Bob. Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. That's t- literally Tuesday it. Tuesday at 2 o'clock. All right. Jesus what's next? Christ. No, he ain't got nothing to do with this. Um, furthermore, with that, it says, although certain aspects of the era could be considered more liberal than expected, relations were forbidden at obvious places like church, yet also forbidden at unexpected times, like during the daylight. Okay. Even so... <laughs> Okay. Even certain prohibited conditions seem contradictory as one was not allowed to engage in intercourse while naked. I gotta go. I'm oh not. Oh my God. You've never like fucked with clothes on? No, I have. But oh, okay. like. <sighs> Too many rules. There's uh, there, no wonder women went nuts. They needed to be. Released. Or men. Even both of them are probably going absolutely crazy. All right, I've got one more. Well, I mean, who even like followed those rules? Oh, probably none of them. No, no, absolutely. But people, not. I can tell you for a fact that people who made those rules don't fucking follow them. <laughs> no, absolutely. We still not. have priests touching little boys. Mm-hmm. Still, still to this twenty twenty three. Yes, after our Lord Christ was, and, and that killed. is that is not a that is not an attack on religion or faith. That is just a fact. Yeah. So Jesus. tell me again. Oh, and the anyway, whatever just got cut out was not important, important. But I really fucking went somewhere that was not good for. We our both show. needed to just let loose for a minute, didn't we? Yeah, I think this we episode. Did. Yeah. All right, I got one last one. Okay, the member parade, seven fifty BC, five hundred to five hundred BC. The ancient Greeks were convinced that women were envious of their prized members, which is their penis. You see, the you Greeks say <laughs> you never know. Some people might not know. You see, the Greeks really loved the phallus and the power that they associated it with. So some I hear they have the most sex in the world. No, they yeah, I'm sure they did. And the Romans were fucking men were fucking men. So the Greeks were kind of like subpar. Okay. So, actually, no, I have that backwards. The Greeks were nope. more homosexual relations than the Romans. But the Roman Empire, for the wars, they had the dom-submissive relationship between an older male and a younger male. I thought that was just the Greeks. No. Okay. But the Greeks current day have the most amount of sex, and they also have the largest members. No, I'm sorry. Places where it's cold, they have the most amount of sex. I, I watched it in a video. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But Greeks have the biggest peckers. Nice. Nice. Some took this love so far that they would parade the streets every year carrying a large representation of phalluses. Emphasis on being the bigger the better. Dicks. In the name of Dionysus, the god of wine and ecstasy. Celebrators believed that the fertility festival would bring prosperity and joy. Aristotle even once said that he thought all early forms of comedy would be traced back to the leaders of these phallic processions. Okay. Um, The Aristotle did sleep with men. Yes. Yeah, so that is my ranker um, about the nine strangers outdated ancient sex beliefs. Wow. And mine is in the complete opposite direction. And we are going to be talking about... It's all about balance. (laughs) We are going to be talking about the top 20, we'll probably get through just 10, but the top 20 unreasonable deaths to the characters. Of? 
uh, uh in saw i'm sorry oh of in saw. saw okay the series sweet okay so uh jigsaw has created a name for himself in the horror genre as sort of a dark twisted vigilante uh, though neither moral nor just the serial killer applies his own twisted logic to his so-called games, forcing, quote, guilty people to solve deadly puzzles in the name of justice. Sometimes it's clear why particularly there are people in the traps, murderers or blackmailers and overall evil people who escape the justice system. But now and again, Jigsaw's reasoning seems a little harsh. Insurance fraud, bad parenting, what's next? Jaywalking, what about eating a grape in a grocery store? No petty criminal is safe from Jigsaw's judgmental eyes. <laughs> Here are a few examples of the dumbest ever reasons why Jigsaw victims had to escape his traps, or try to, anyway. So we have Sydney from the movie Saw yes. 3D. Mm-hmm. Um, her crime? Allowing herself, quote-unquote, to be abused by her boyfriend. Her trap? The lawn maker. Lawnmower. <laughs> the lawn maker. The lawn mower. The lawn mowers. Choosing, choosing to be... She, she was... Right. She and her abusive boyfriend were hanging off of like a monkey bar situation and they had to kick the other person off the monkey bars into the upside down lawnmowers right and also like i was watching something recent where they were talking about these exact same things and it's like some of these didn't like how do you get there (laughs) how do you just wake up hanging or um the one movie where it started out where the the game was happening in public in the glass box yeah so did nobody like stop to ask like why this was being put together? What was going on? We're just uh-huh. we're just only acknowledging that it's happening because the people are awake. So again, plot holes, but whatever. Yeah. Um, everything about this trap proves that Jigsaw is one of the least empathetic and most judgy serial killers in horror. I like him. I I do too. In Saw 3D, Sydney explains she and her abusive boy- boyfriend were placed in a room filled with up turned lawnmowers because she quote allowed herself to be in an abusive relationship not only is this simply an incorrect way of looking at an abusive relationship mr jigsaw but it has no proof problem it has no problem perpetuating the cycle of abuse by putting sydney in a situation where she has to knock her boyfriend into a pile of un- upturned lawnmowers and then to have to give her that kind of a trauma <laughs> number two but listen Listen. Did he deserve it? Sure, but Probably. like, do, does 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 she have to be put in a situation like that in order to live? If she if she had died, she would have. You're right. It could have. Well, no, it could have gone into a position where mm-hmm. she would have died anyway. Yeah. So that's why Jigsaw was like, "Now's the time to fight for your life." Now is the time. This yeah. is the hour. Yeah. It's time for you to lip sync for your, your life. life. <laughs> Good luck, and don't fuck it up. <laughs> Number two. Hank, his crime, smoking. No, no. In Saw Six, (laughs) his his oxygen his his trap was the oxygen crusher. Out of all of Jigsaw's traps, the oxygen crusher is easily easily the most devious. Two people are hooked up into a trap, and the one person breathes. The trap constricts the other person's lung, and vice versa, until one of the victims is a goner. Hank, a 52-year-old janitor with a -a pack-a-day habit, is put into this trap with a guy who has a clean bill of health. It makes sense to place the two people on the opposite ends of a lung health spectrum in this trap, but the sole reason Hank is here is because he chooses to do what he wants to do with his money and his body. Is it all that hard to find a murderer with emphysema? I saw that and I was like, I'm only laughing because it's just this is wild. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm uncomfortable. Peter Strom in Saw 5. Oh, yeah. His crime? Doing his job. The trap? 
The water cube and the glass coffin. Of course, over the three Saw movies, Special Agent Strom just doing his job. That's it. So what if he lacks the people skills? His federal agent? That's They're notorious for being stone-cold jerks. There's no reason to put him into two traps. Which, that was one of them where it was like, it, I don't, the the theory that it wasn't actually Jigsaw, it was somebody else, Amanda, it or one Amanda. of his min- minions, yeah. because she did it out of spite, and whatever, I can't remember what Jigsaw's real name was, but his, or his character's name, John something. It was John something. John I something. Think you're right, yeah. His motive was always to teach people a lesson. They had to actually do something wrong to be put there. Now, number four, Paul Lee. His crime was attempting suicide, and that really sets... I'm going to vote that one up, because I think that's worse than... Yeah. Because suicide is the result of losing to mental illness. Mm-hmm. Um, he was present in Saw 1, 4, and 5, and his trap was the razor wire maze. Even if Jigsaw's whole thing is to make mm-hmm. his victims appreciate their lives, it's incredibly uncool of him to punish Lee for attempting to take his own life. This guy needs to help from a licensed therapist, not an overly moralistic, rude, Rube Goldberg fanatic. And he's when, when he's in his trap, he's naked, and I was mm-hmm. always like, oh my god, my penis. I know, and it's pretty graphic, that yeah. one. I remember that one. Zepp Hendel, his crime was being a jerk. He is present in Saw 1, and his trap was Zepp's test. Throughout the flashbacks in Saw 1, the audience learns a couple key things about Zepp. He's not great at social situations, and he genuinely cares about John Kramer. That's what his name was. John, John Kramer. Kramer. Yeah. Neither of those things are reasons to inject him with poison and force him to kidnap a family at gunpoint in order to get an antidote. Even if Zepp's lack of skills, people skills, and shorthand for being a jerk, that doesn't mean he appreciates appreciates life jigsaw you done goofed (laughs) number six addison corday her crime sex work and she was framed by eric matthews Mm. she we meet her in saw two and the nerve gas house is where her trap was and that movie was probably out of all of them that one really got me the most Mm because i was like I've seen other movies where people are trapped in houses like that and sick and twist things happen to them. And that's probably like a, not like a, a major fear, like it's ever going to happen, but like a, that would be a terrible way to have to experience death, either your own death or somebody else's death, being yeah. locked up in a house with strangers and having to fight for your life, fight for your life with them when everybody's being selfish about their own life. Yes. Um, and she died um, by, she was led to believe that she could get a needle that had the antidote yes to what was ha- what was in there what they were inhaling yes i and remember she dropped the needle and her hands couldn't get out and then so she bled to death yeah um but sex workers life is dangerous in its own of retribution from former customers and the police on day-to-day basis and now they worry about jigsaw we're probably thinking that this <laughs> oh, right? jigsaw guy has priority his priority backwards he's definitely not um pro sex work no he's he's not which is come on right. come on jigsaw laura hunter who also played um one of the daughters in seventh heaven oh you're you right yeah her crime was shoplifting and she was a kleptomaniac 
And she was present also in the second movie, uh, which was The Nerve Gas House. Hunter had a tough go of things with the Saw franchise, thrust into the Nerve Gas House with a group of fellow testees because of their timid nature and shoplifting habits. But it makes one wonder if Jigsaw is aware of many actual horrific crimes that take place every day. This makes me second guess stealing from grocery stores. Oh my God. You're going to wake up with Jigsaw. Oh my God. I made a joke about Costco the other day. And I said, babe, there's there's one thing that we have a downfall with Costco. And he goes, what? I said, everything's too big. I can't steal anything. You can't steal even anything that's small from Costco because Nothing there's people small. at the door and they check your receipt. Yeah, but they, I think I checked this pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I fell and I just... It got up in there. It got up in there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Number eight, Lynn Denlin. She had a bad marriage and she is present in Saw 7. She is the shotgun caller and she was a doctor oh, that, that had awful. to relieve him of his uh, brain tumor. Uh, when Dr. Denyan, Denlin ends up in a shotgun collar, it's not because the physical harmed anyone or that she committed a crime. It's because she and her husband have grown apart. Rather than get a divorce, she enters into an unfulfilling affair before she's kidnapped by Jigsaw and his followers. <laughs> it's not clear what Jigsaw reaches to accomplish with this test other than receive free medical care. True. Um, even if Denlin survived the ordeal, which she does not, what is she supposed to do? Go back to her loveless marriage, file for divorce for catching feelings? This is yet another miss from Mr. Jigsaw himself. I agree with that. Number nine, uh, Pamela Jenkins. Her crime was being a shitty journalist. She is mm, present yeah, she's in the Saw worst. 6. I know, but she was so beautiful. Her trap was the acid room. Jenkins is Jenkins is easily one of the smallest potatoes Jigsaw uh, ever put to the test. <laughs> Stuck in a human zoo and forced to endure the acid room for the crime of san- sensationalizing a story about a serial killer who makes people prove they deserve to be alive. This is one step beyond overkill. It's almost like Jigsaw wanted to prove Jenkins was right. But corrupted journalists are the worst. <laughs> I know. They're we're really the really the worst. Coming in at number 10, Logan Nelson. His crime was a mislabeled John Kramer's X-ray. No so shit. An honest mistake. What? He is present. I have I I have a different opinion. Well, as a medical professional, you need to not be making mistakes like that because it could it could end somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Yes. But it has happened. Are you going to end a man's life because of a mistake? Yeah, because his life will end. Don't come for me, Jigsaw. He is present in the movie Jigsaw. So this was like... Recently. Yeah. yeah this was this like was eight or nine or something. Yeah. Um, his trap was the bucket head trap. For all reasons to throw someone into a trap, mislabeling an x-ray is a sad excuse for petty revenge. Nelson's carelessness may have been delayed for the diagnosis of John's... Im- inoperable brain tumor but the inoperable is the operative word here this should have been the malpractice suit not a reason to stick someone in a complicated buzz saw bucket i disagree traps to the pig farm i'm sorry <laughs> you remember the one trap where the guy the rotting hog carcasses would get dropped into the blender and then it would fill up the area that he was laying in mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, disgusting Number 11, Michael Marks. His crime was snitching and spying on people. We, 
We meet him in Saw 2, and his trap was the Venus flytrap. Even though Mark dies in Saw 2, he continues popping up in flashbacks throughout the series, and he never does anything that warrants having his face ripped off. While in recovery from a drug addiction, Mark works as an informant for Detective Eric Matthews shortly before he's put to the test. Everyone knows snitches get stitches, but they shouldn't have had their heads locked into a killer Venus flytrap. Obviously, the person that's writing this article doesn't appreciate this series <laughs> maybe <laughs> it is ranker adam stan height is coming in at number 12 and his crime was voyeurism i mean this is making <laughs> this, this entire list is making me second guess a lot of my life decisions <laughs> <laughs> he is present and saw the first one the first saw movie and his trap was the bathroom trap Stan Height so is good. In, oh my god, classic. <laughs> classic. Classic. So good. Yeah. Stan Height isn't the best person for the Saw franchise by a long shot, but imagine being kidnapped for doing your job. Sure, it is voyeuristic. Oh, right, because he was um like, a, like paparazzi. a paparazzi. Yeah, yeah. they suck. <laughs> um, it's voyeuristic and creepy to follow people around and take photos of their most private moments. Oh, he was like more like PI, private investigator. Oh, okay. You're right. But this yeah. doesn't mean that Stan Height doesn't appreciate his life. The gig is definitely sketchy, but can Jigsaw really judge someone when he's just straight up a serial killer? Dead ass. He's literally giving them a second chance at life and reevaluating themselves. I know. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, it's fucking ads. They're the worst, man. If any of you ever go to Ranker.com, let... All right, coming in at number 13, Mark Wilson. His insurance was, or his insurance, his crime was insurance fraud. And we find- Hell yeah. A a real thing to do. We meet him in Saw 1 and Saw number 3. Flammable jelly in a room filled with glass shards and attempt to find a hidden combo in the walls. It's overkill. It was a lot. It is impossible. He had a tea light candle that would last two hours max, and he was doused in flammable jelly. And the numbers were written everywhere. It was impossible for him to find the fucking code. Why does Jigsaw care about some guy gaming in an insurance company? It doesn't have more important things to deal with, like running a murder cult and building wild and funky traps. Not even nothing. It's an incredible nosy of Jigsaw to even care about somebody, whether or not it is Wilson is pulled whether about whether or not wilson is pulling off some low-level insurance fraud okay listen i'm listening insurance companies are the devil i know so the person that wrote this and got has no experience with working with insurance companies and how fucking greedy and fucking backass word they all are backass word i love that phrase so like come at me come at me bro come at me with my because they should they should fight for their life just how the people who need these insurance plans should be are fighting for their life hell yeah so fuck off hell yeah brother sorry jigs off her life <laughs> <laughs> wow i don't really mean that i just I know you don't i don't really mean that it's i hope fine. And the people out there that are listening like i'm not a psycho i swear to god i know the difference Lars is just making sure that like in case john kramer ever wants to come after yeah, one of us it's of not him it's not me, me. but <laughs> like me. i understand the frustration and the feelings that are erupted when things like this happen yeah Okay. I'm looking at it from like a realistic point. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, these but, were like, real. These these were real people trying to get by in the real world, doing shady ass shit. Shady ass shit. Do I agree with all of them on the list? No, no, I do not. No, like the one, the yeah, the, like having an affair. Like, oh well. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm a. 
like it. I don't know. It affects a lot of people. I've I've been on all three parties. I've been the one who's I've been the cheater. I've been the mistress, and I've been the cheated on. So, well, I mean, I come from a family that had a divorce and there was an affair going on. So, like, I get same. it too. Like, I understand. But, like, there's a lot bigger potatoes to fry than an affair. Right. Like, lo- like politicians being lobbied by multi billion dollar companies like the pharmaceutical industry. So yeah. Jigsaw, go get Congress. <laughs> go get Congress. Come for me. Congress Come on, man. baby. <sighs> wow. All right. Well, anyway, I hope that wasn't too spooky for you folks. And I hope that this was a nice little. I don't know. I hope it was a nice something. Because let me tell you what, when we got together today, we were only supposed to record this episode. I'm not salty. I am slightly salty about it. I love Lars. I love hanging out with him. And we spent twice as much time together today because of a silly mistake that I made yesterday. And it's fine. It's all right. My day's not ruined. I gotta stop. Fucking John Kramer's gonna come after me. He's gonna be like, just because you had to put three hours out of your day. Yeah. Do you want to live? <laughs> you want to play a game? Do oh, to play a game. In um, Jigsaw related, when Jenny and I were watching Insidious. Oh. Because um, Jenny never just... has never seen it before, and we decided to watch that. And that one is one of the horror movies that actually kind of freaks me out, which yes. is, yes. It's like, the... I have like five, and that's one of them. Um, but there's a scene where there's the a dad. There's coming out too, isn't there? Yeah. There's a scene where the dad, he's in his classroom. Yeah. Um, well, there's a scene where the dad, the perf- and who is a teacher, he's in his classroom and he's sitting there and he's grading papers and he's like staring off into the void. But in the background, the chalkboard, there's a picture of Jigsaw. What? Yeah. Somebody in chalk wrote, drew Jigsaw. Like, like the, the... The doll. Oh my God. Isn't that wild? <gasps> Are they related? They might be. How? I don't know. Why else would there be Jigsaw on the fucking chalkboard? I don't They're know. They're not even in the same universe. Anyway, if you want to go see Saw X, um, it looks like it is already out in theaters. And by the time that this episode comes out, it'll probably be out on DVD. Um, because <laughs> that is how quick the world works these days. Or, I'm sorry, we don't do DVDs anymore. It's either digital or Blu-ray. And that's what I was told. Because I saw an ad for a movie. That, it was probably Barbie. And they're like, digital or Blu-ray. It's yeah. like, what, nobody's got DVDs anymore? Yeah. I wonder if that's the one that Rufus Sewell is going to be in. A jugsaw. Jesus. Jugsaw. Jugsaw. That's what they did to your tits. <laughs> You're so right. I am so right. <laughs> and let us know. What do you think? All right, folks. Well, thanks for hanging out with us this week, you guys. We love you so much. We love you so much. And next week's episode will be more current and um cute. We'll <laughs> we'll both to say. Well, you and I would both have been around the earth uh, another 365 days. Hell yeah. By the time the next episode Great comes job. out. Cool. Living on a time of my life and I didn't think I'd even make it to this point. Mm, anyway. So yeah, same. Nope. Just kidding, John Kramer. I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Love you. Thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, this is us signing out. You'll see us next Monday. And um, yeah. Bye. Bye.